Hey, and welcome back to Real Estate Accelerate's podcast series, What Every New Agent Asks, Should Ask, and Should Do to Start a Successful Real Estate Career. This is Chuck Dinsmore, and I'll be walking you through this incredible Q&A session today. Just a little bit about my background. I grew up in this business, but I've been licensed since 2000, and I've seen good markets and bad markets as I watched everyone around me struggle with the ups and downs of this crazy profession. Because of these systems and techniques that I'm going to teach you today, I get to have the time to do what I really love, and that is share my knowledge and experience with you. So relax, listen, and enjoy today's core topic on accelerating your business. Now let's get started. Hey, and welcome back. I'm glad you joined us today. Today we're going to be covering Mindset Part 3, or what I like to call How to Eat an Elephant. In the first two parts of this three-part series, we covered your why, that is what makes you do this, and why you're in this business, and what are your goals. We then looked at your drive, your thought process, what it brings to you, and the mechanical process of getting organized. By now, you're beginning to see how this can become overwhelming really fast. In this part, we're going to bring it all together, not only to teach you how to manage the overwhelm, but how to rise above it, learning techniques that can relieve stress throughout your life. Let's start with your dream. Let's go back to the beginning and revisit your why. Pull out your notebook or that special page where you wrote down your goals that is why you're doing this. We're now going to set this why as your intention. We're going to use a technique called visualization. You'll see that this can be helpful in many aspects of your world, but for now we're focusing on your why. I want you to do the following exercise. Do not do this now if you're driving because you're going to be closing your eyes. Find a quiet place where you'll not be interrupted for about 20 minutes. Pull out your why and focus on the list. Imagine what it looks like to have this why. If your why includes something physical like a home, car, or boat, imagine yourself in it, experiencing it, or living with it. If it's something less tangible like a trip, imagine yourself exploring that destination. If your why involves someone else, like a child or a partner, imagine them enjoying the benefits of your efforts and you receiving the love and admiration for being there with them. The point of this exercise is to create a target point in your consciousness. Just like it's often said, dreams are merely goals without a due date. Your why is only a dream until you cement it in your mind. In your visualization, what are the feelings you're experiencing at that time? What are the sights and sounds, the smells, the sensations? What are the rewards? Do you feel satisfied? Happy? Do you feel like you've arrived? Do all that you can to remember this moment as vividly as you can. The more you can remember, the easier it will be to come back to this point. Now why do we do this? You now have a more complete experience of your expectations without actually accomplishing them. Your imagination has brought them into existence, at least for your conscious mind. Your subconscious mind will now take hold of the images and begin integrating them into your daily life. You may dream more about them or talk more about them. You'll begin noticing things in your life today that could lead to your why or at least move you along the right path. Keep your goal in mind. Do this exercise at least once a week during your 20-minute me time. Although your vision can change, knowing that it has a place in your future will create an almost physical goal for you to progress toward. Just to anchor the point further, 
many motivational coaches suggest taking this exercise physical as well as mental. It's called a dream board. It sounds a little cheesy, but it really works. Simply take a poster board and add images of the goals that you're trying to achieve. If it's a new home, find a photo online or a magazine and paste it on the board. If it's a place to visit, paste a landmark of that, such as the Eiffel Tower. Maybe it's college for your kid or financial freedom. Whatever it is, get an image on the board, even if you have to draw it. Include everything that you've set as your goal. Hang your dream board in one of two places, either where you'll see it as you start your day, such as on the back of your bedroom door, or where you can see it where you work so hard, on the wall in front of your desk. I promise this will keep you focused on your mission, and it really is a mission. Now let's take one step at a time. About that elephant we talked about, you're new. You're learning at hyperspeed, and it's hard to process and keep up. One thing I've always known about this business is that it's a different business every single day. Laws change, procedures change, contracts change. What works or not in marketing changes. The world never slows down. To compound this, every time you work with a new buyer or a seller, you're actually starting a new job. Think about it. You have to learn a new property. You have to learn to work with a new personality. Maybe you make a new friend or maybe it's not so magnetic. The point is, everything changes every day. And then there are your hats. Are you the manager, the sales force, the accountant, the secretary, the marketer, the customer service department, the processor, the advisor, the student? It goes on. You could open a millinery shop with all the hats you wear. It's a wonder that you can keep up at all. Put all of these together and there is one humongous, overfed and bloated elephant in the room. So how do you eat an elephant? My mother always put it simply. Well, my son, she would say, the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Okay, so that's a little cheesy, but it's nevertheless true. My mom lives by this rule so much that her favorite animal, perhaps even her spirit guide, is the elephant, and their images pervade her home. Your elephant is the combination of all those things you have to deal with every single day. If you do not have a system to compartmentalize, prioritize, and execute, you will be suffocated when that elephant sits on you. We covered prioritizing systems in the last episode, but there are two things you can do that will shrink that elephant down to size. The first is asking a simple question. Does it really matter? How does this affect the outcome? You need to determine if the task at hand is really necessary or if it can be eliminated. Look at your ABCs from the last episode. Most of your C tasks can probably be dropped. The second thing is, as you probably can guess, revisit today's topic, your why. If it does not move you closer to your goal, then is it really needed? Pare it down a little bit. Eliminate everything you can as soon as you can. Once you determine what must stay, get it done and get it off your list ASAP. Do it right the first time so you don't have to waste double the time cleaning up a mistake. Outsource everything that you can afford to, accounting, marketing, web and internet management. Get an assistant to handle the paperwork, office management, calls and scheduling. When determining what to outsource, ask yourself, what is this task keeping me from doing? Could I be working with buyers and sellers instead of doing paperwork? Could I be prospecting? 
Could I be doing the things that I know will lead to more income? Here's an exercise. Let's say you spend 30 minutes a day calling your sphere of influence just to touch base and remind them that you're a realtor. Making these calls generates five leads per week. These are high quality leads because they come from people that you know and who know and recommend you. Over time, these five leads turn into three sales. Maybe in your market, your average sale results in a $3,000 commission to you. Now, if you know that 30 minutes per day on the phone generates five leads per week or eventually $9,000 in commission, that's almost $2,000 of income from a 30-minute session. Why would you spend that same 30 minutes doing paperwork or designing a marketing program? You can hire out these tasks for a lot less than the $2,000 you just gave up. Let me give you a fair warning, and this is for new agents and experienced agents as well. Don't be all things to all people. I would say that 99.999% of all new agents are so hungry that they'll take and follow every single lead regardless of quality or value. Put on the brakes. There is simply not enough time in the world for you to have all of the business and there is plenty enough business to go around. Work smart. Have a plan for handling the incoming business and work that plan. A great example is to qualify every buyer before you put them in your car. It would be a really sad day to show them 30 homes over a five-week period, finally to find the right one, and then find out that they do not qualify for a loan, or worse, they escaped from an insane asylum. Don't laugh, that really happened to me. We all can make mistakes. So set your boundaries. Real estate is more than selling homes. Many professionals specialize. We all know that there are commercial and residential agents, but even within the residential market, there are specialties and niches. I used to be in the jewelry business managing a large store in Atlanta. We sold high-quality, fine jewelry as well as name-brand watches. My staff were on commission, and at times they could be very cutthroat. Now, would you want to hang out around the high-ticket diamond case or the average-priced $200 ticket watch case? I had two top salespeople that did just this. Believe it or not, my overall top producer was the one that hung out at the watch counter. Whereas the diamond salesperson did get large sales, there were few and further between, and when you got a return, it was really big. The watch person, however, was determined to become the expert. She spent all of her time learning about every brand, benefits, and features. She knew what was in stock and what was coming out. This expertise really came through when she was dealing with the client, so she was better able to match the customer with the perfect watch. As a result, her returns were very low, and when they did come back, the prices were low enough that it didn't really make a dent on her commission. And because of her excellent customer service knowledge, her experience, her expertise that is, and true desire to make sure the customer was happy, she frequently sold them a replacement at a higher price. The moral is one that you've heard before. Jack of all trades, master of none. Most workforce analysts agree that to truly be an expert in a field, you must have over 10,000 hours of experience. There is no possible way that you can do this if you try to be everything to everyone. Some agents are great at rentals. Some are great at new construction. Some at condos or waterfront properties. When starting out, take a few months and do a quick sample of the market to see what you like then become the expert in one area. You can always change after you've mastered this area. One last note on grabbing for every fruit on the tree. 
The small fruit will probably not sustain you. You will hear it often. The amount of work it takes to sell a $50,000 home is the same as it takes to sell a $500,000 home. Wouldn't you rather earn the commission on the $500,000 home for the same amount of work? Most successful agents I know set their lower limit and they stick to it. Believe me, they're very happy and they're not hurting. Now let's bring it back to our favorite topic, you. The greatest advantage of having a plan, being organized, specializing, and knowing every part of your elephant and who's eating it is that you create more quality time. Every business owner needs to take time to work on the business rather than in the business. If not, you will not grow. You must take time and stay ahead of your market to learn the latest and greatest trends and technologies and to strategize. You need to be able to take a step back and analyze what's working and what's not. You need to plan for the future. Make the changes that are needed to keep your business successful and growing. Most of all, you need time for you. You didn't quit your day job just so you could buy this job. That's right, you invested all of this money and time. Wouldn't you want to be a business owner rather than owned by the business? Otherwise, it's just another job, but with the added responsibility of survival. You must make the time to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Otherwise, you'll work yourself into an early death. Set a schedule and stick to it. If you don't want to work nights or weekends, don't. Pick a day off and take it. I assure you the business will still be there when you return. But you might whine, my customers want to see this home now. I must drop everything or they'll call someone else. But let me let you in on a little secret. People love working with busy people. Simply tell that customer that unfortunately, you're already booked at that time, but you would be happy to meet them first thing in the morning or on their lunch hour. They don't have to know that you just have dinner plans with your spouse or that it's your child's first recital. They just know that you're busy. If you're busy, you must be in demand, and therefore, you must be a great agent to be working with. Make sure there is family time and me time everyone in your world will be more calm and more happy. I'll close this section out with this promise. It always works out. Tomorrow's another day and the world will not end because you did not do something. This is not a race. Take your time. Be smart. Work smart. It will all come together and pretty soon you'll realize that that ginormous elephant is nothing more than a tame and loyal pet. Now go to it and let's take the first bite. I'm Chuck Densmore, and I look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Hey, so that about wraps it up for today's session. As always, you can visit our site at www.hearchuck.com to ask your own questions and to subscribe to our series. It's absolutely free. If you like what you've heard today, please share the link with a friend and invite them to join you. If you really like it, go to the site and leave a rave review. I'm not above bribery, so if you leave a review, then forward a copy to me. I'll send you a free bonus by email. Just go to our site, www.hearchuck.com. Thanks again for listening. Remember to excel in everything you do. Live, love, and laugh fully, and most of all, make the world a better place. This is Chuck Finsmore, and I'll be speaking to you soon.
So here's the required legalese. We are not attorneys. We do not give legal advice. We do not play attorneys on TV, nor do we give accounting advice. For that advice, please seek legal counsel or accounting or other licensed professional within the field that you're looking for. We also do not make recommendations to replace what your broker policy is. So if you have any questions at all, please check with your broker and make sure that you are adhering to their policies first, as well as the state laws in your area. The previous podcast is a production of Seaclear Academy and Chuck Dinsmore, copyright 2013 by Seaclear Academy. Duplication in any form whatsoever is expressly prohibited without written permission and will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. For further information, please visit our website at www.seaclearacademy.com.